It's the Two Girls and a Bottle of Wine podcast, and I'm Janet Blair. Each week, I sit down with one of my girlfriends, whether it be Amber, Teresa, Natalie, Carrie, Ashley, Tara, Stephanie. We talk about whatever. We completely restore this trailer, you know, fry people's faces off as a bad Mexican. I don't understand the competition that goes on between women. Two girls and a bottle of wine. Over a glass of wine, bottle of wine, or sometimes a couple bottles of wine. Join in on Facebook at facebook.com slash two girls and a bottle of wine. Don't miss us. <laughs> Hello, I'm Janet. And I'm Amber. And we are two, two girls, girls and a bottle of wine. Because men like boobs. And girls like wine. Amber Rodriguez is in the house. Ow, ow. And I'm so happy to have you here. <laughs> a little bit of a, a chaos that's the thing about recording podcasts after work. You, you've seen the two different versions of me. There's the podcast recording after work, and then there's the Saturday-Sunday podcast where I'm just like, meh. Yeah. <laughs> so you can handle me at my worst and my best, and that's why I love you. Exactly. So what's been going on with Amber Rodriguez? I don't know. Life, I feel like, is so boring now these days, now that I'm not no at the way. hospital we'll like every day. <laughs> I'm just kidding. My social life is very active. I feel like I have something going on every day. Is that overwhelming to you, or are you an extrover- extrovert that embraces that world? You know, it, it's kind of both. Like, I really love it, and then on the other hand, I'm like, can we just take a nap? <laughs> like, know, right? I'm so tired. <laughs> Because I love doing all the activities, and it's really nice to be able to actually do stuff. And, you know, like this weekend, we're going to the pumpkin patch and a corn maze, which I'm really excited Where? about. I don't know. <laughs> Who's coordinating this? Um, it's supposed to be me and Gabby. Gabby! So, I know. Wait a second. Didn't we I talk know. about this? Yeah. She's a slacker. What's she doing right now? She's probably just sitting at home playing with a dog. <laughs> Her roommates have two dogs. So Gabby was supposed to be on the podcast the last time you were here. Yes. She didn't show up. She did not. Um, how did she react to our razzing of the Gabster? <laughs> I kept getting Snapchats of her listening to it saying, wow, call-outs are real on the podcast. And I was like, yes, they are. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, eventually, eventually I will come. Okay. So I figured I'd give her a break this time. I didn't harp on her, even though I did see her Friday. So... Mm. Next time. Next time. Next time, Gabby will be on the podcast. Mm -hmm. Not next time. The following time. Yeah, the following time. Yeah, because we have another author that has... um, The author's people have reached out (laughs) to us. And so you and I are going to hang out again on Saturday to record that podcast. Saturday or Sunday? Sunday? I thought it was... uh, (laughs) I I can on Saturday. (laughs) You're right. It's on the okay. 15th. I just want to check. Is that what I told the person? I think so, yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, the 15th. Mm-hmm. Dear Lord. <laughs> it's hard to train. Yes, the 15th. Okay. That's right, because I'm very excited about... Anyway, we'll talk about that in a minute. So you've been busy, busy, busy. Yes. Uh, you went to Wisconsin for how many days? I was in Wisconsin for five days. Because I observe you on social media, it felt faster than that. Oh, it feels faster than that. It <laughs> goes like, so fast. She's already home? How I know. How did that happen? Every year. I wait all year for Oktoberfest. Like the day after Oktoberfest is done, I'm like, so next year? Yep. And then it gets there and it's over in the blink of an eye because we do so much. Yes. There's just so many activities. 
So, so tell us about this year's Oktoberfest, because ever since you've been on the podcast, we've talked about Oktoberfest. Mm-hmm. So tell yeah. us. So this year was a little bit more low-key. I think it's because, one, um, we were trying to take it easy for me, just because I was still um, a little fatigued and stuff from radiation. Mm-hmm. And then, um, but also, we're getting old, and <laughs> our bodies cannot handle the amount of alcohol and the just constant going and going mm-hmm. like it used to. Do you, are you a Pedialyte drinker? Do you try that as a, um, I hear that that's a good, I haven't. Yeah, I haven't done the Pedialyte. I've done coconut water. Yeah. So coconut water before bed and in the mornings, and that always helps. But um, I also try to just drink water and take like Tylenol or ibuprofen or something before mm-hmm. I go to bed. But we didn't really drink. I mean, we were drinking, but it was paced really well. Okay. So um, we still had a lot of beer, and I think Tad came with me. I'm not sure he'll come back. Why? Um, (laughs) This was his first time, This was his first time. I think he enjoyed it, but if you're not a huge beer drinker, and um, it's just – and sometimes – Oktoberfest is either your thing or it's not. Mm-hmm. And I just can't quite get a read on him. He says he had a good time, but I'm not so sure. What so, raises the doubts? Um, I don't know. I just felt like he was very tired or there was just too much alcohol. And I think people underestimate me when I'm like, so we're going to get up at 6 because we need to be at a bar by 7. I think people think that I, I don't actually mean that. <laughs> and I do. <laughs> you should before anyone books their travel. You should like print out an itinerary. I don't want to be like you need to sign off on every piece of this. If you can't, Ooh. save you money. Yeah, that's what I should have done because I think Tad was fine getting up. Uh-huh. Um, I just don't think he anticipated that we were actually going to be up and going all day long. And actually, I wasn't even sure there was um one of the days where normally we come back home at like one or two relax, take a small nap, and go back out. We didn't get home until like six p.m. and we had been Ooh. out since seven or eight in the morning so it was a really long day um but and if you're not also getting buzzed or drunk it's extremely hard to enjoy oktoberfest sometimes if you're not used to it Mm -hmm. because people are just obnoxious drunk people yeah and flamboyant people you Mm -hmm. know it's hard Mm mm-hmm so, I don't know. And Nick, I made an itinerary for last year, but I did not make him sign off on it. And he was awfully crabby oh. in the mornings. If I did not talk about that last year, I probably should have, because the man was a crank. Trying to get him up in How the morning. How did your friends react to that version of Nick? Um, At first, they thought it was funny until they realized that it was not actually a joke. And so, by the end, everybody kind of just sat in the living room and waited quietly until he was ready. And we tried to handle it, so we tried to, like, follow along the line where it was, okay, Nick, you can get ready last. Right. So that way you can take a shower. Well, he didn't like that because then everyone was waiting on him. Right. But he also didn't like getting up first. And he also kept telling us that we weren't telling him what was happening, and we were. And he had an itinerary. Hmm. We told him every night before bed, we are going to get up at 6 a.m. This is the order of people who are going to shower. We are leaving the house at 7.30. We will be in a bar by 8. So very structured. Oh, yes. We have a very structured schedule. And even the standing around and talking is structured. We will be standing around and talking for four hours. That is what will happen. Wow. Yeah. So. That's crazy. What was the highlight of Oktoberfest this year? Oh, I don't know. You know, 
I got my own buttons, which was really exciting for me. I saw that, yes. Yes. I had my own button that said friend of a grenadier or friend of the grenadiers, which is really exciting because not everybody gets those buttons. What does that mean? So (laughs) the Oktoberfest family, Uh um, we have grenadiers as part of Oktoberfest. And they're kind of the people that help out the Oktoberfest family. They dance in the parades. Um, And so when you're a friend of them, um, it just kind of is something extra. It's extra special. So it means that you know the Grenadiers, you know the family, and you get to hang out with them. So sometimes you can go to events or go behind like fenced areas that maybe you others so wouldn't be just a regular. Pass. Yes. And one of the Grenadiers, who was a general Grenadier from last year, which was one of the top Grenadiers for an entire year, they made me a special button that said kicking cancer's ass. Aww. So that was really nice. Yeah. That is really nice. Goosebumps. Yeah. So... I don't know. Everything was so... It was a good year. It was low-key, but it was good. It was good for your age. Yes. Yeah. We were so tired. (laughs) Did you have to recover when you got home? Yeah. Well, we... Our flight was supposed to land at 9.05 p.m. on Monday night. We didn't get in until 11.30 p.m. Did you have to work on Tuesday? Yep. Oh, not good planning. Yeah. You got to take the next day off. Well, so originally I was going to take the next day off, but because I am the only person who does billing, oh. I had to be there because it was the second or the third, and so I had to get billing done that day, mm. and so I could not take off, and Tad couldn't take off either, and so I felt bad. Like, I couldn't, like, let Tad go to work and then me take off. I think it w- I would have been okay. I'd been yeah. like, hey, bud, sorry, next time. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't do it. I felt bad. You are a good friend. You're a good friend. So we went into work a little bit late. That's but... good. What's a little bit late? Um, I think we went into work at like 8 or 9. Gotcha. So, because normally we're both there by like 7, 7.30. Very cool. Yeah. Any exciting happenings at Oktoberfest this year that, like, events that, aren't per use because you've talked about the Oktoberfest events anything like that they added to spice it up or is it just the same old it's mostly the same old stuff um I mean the bands are always different and they sometimes do some different events but it's always the same old stuff we watched sauerkraut eating contest um beer stein holding like Um, how long you can hold it yep how long you can hold a full beer like that yep how long is the winner um, I think holding that beer. I don't remember what it was, but I think it was a couple minutes. Does and it, it's a big stein. It's like a big. Oh, so it's challenging. Yeah, it's gotcha. heavy. Are they muscular people that are doing it? Some of them, not all of them. Mm. What about the winner? Is I that don't a muscular? <laughs> Amber was drinking too much. It was eight in the morning, and I was drinking beer. What do you want from me? <laughs> but my old boss was the parade marshal. Oh, that's um, exciting. So I got a button from him as well, and I got to hang out with him, and so that was cool. So you, you're speaking of these buttons. Do you collect these buttons throughout the event? Do you, no. Well, uh, yes. Is it like Girl Scouts and the patches? Like kind it's, of. Do you get so, a sash to put these on so it doesn't ruin your nice <laughs> clothing? No. You just get your regular Oktoberfest shirt that you get every year, mm-hmm. um, and you just pin them on your shirt every day. But there's, so there's your regular button, which you have to have in order to get into the fest grounds. Okay. So if you um, don't have a button, you can't get into the fest grounds. Does so, it cost something to get the button? Yes. It's $10 oh. before the event opens. And if you are trying to get it at the fest ground, it's $15, which is oh. up from the three fifty that it used to be like 15 years ago. Oh, time change. It's times change. Yeah. 
So, um, but yeah, so you have that button. And then everybody else has their own buttons, too. So, like, Miss Lacrosse Oktoberfest Mm -hmm. has a button that oftentimes she'll sign and she gives to people. Gary had a button that said um, Maple Leaf Parade Marshal Gary Rudy. And then it had a picture of Rudy's driving in the background. That was really cool. And um, the Festmaster had a button. So I got one from him. Everybody in the family kind of has their own little buttons. How many buttons did you walk away with this year? Um, I think I might have had six or seven because some people also had like cute little ones that was like, don't be a Deutsch bag. <laughs> and <laughs> and then there was like a little Mickey Mouse one that looked like Mickey Mouse, but it was something about Deutsch or German or something. I can't remember. And then I have a button that says I'm all about the beer instead of like I'm all about the bath. Bass, bass? bass? There we go. Bass. Bass fish. I'm all about the bass fish, too. It's okay. <laughs> oh. If you're in Texas, you're all about the bass. That's right. I don't know. If you're in Wisconsin, you're all about the beer. Yes. If you're in California, you're all about the bass. There you go. Yes. That's how that works. So do you have all of your Oktoberfest shirts and, and buttons from previous years? I do. I have them all together. I have my drinking gloves. I have koozies. Mm-hmm. I have all sorts of stuff. Oh, I also got uh, Regan and uh, Nick got me a wreath. So a lot of the Grenadiers. I did see that. Yeah, they have official wreaths. And so it was um, pink for breast cancer. And so um, they had that made for me as well. So that was really nice. Very cool. Yeah. So Oktoberfest. It happens in September. Yes. Why is it called Oktoberfest? So I can't remember the whole thing, but it was because it was a celebration into October. Oh, it's to welcome October. Mm-hmm. Well, originally it was actually because um, there was a prince who was living in Germany, and the entire family and like the people all thought that the prince was gay, and oh. so the prince got married to mm-hmm. a woman, and so it was actually a wedding celebration that lasted for two weeks long. Okay. And so it went in, it started at the end of September and went into October. So it's kind of like the welcoming of fall, but it's also part of the wedding celebration. Interesting. Yep. I don't know if I've asked you that before, but this year I was like, I don't understand. (laughs) Because I was listening to maybe, I don't know, radio or something. It was like, and Oktoberfest is ending. And I'm like, wait, Oktoberfest is ending? It's the end of September. I never really thought about it because I always kind of thought you were going for the kickoff of Oktoberfest, but Oktoberfest is at the end of September. Yes. You're like, yes, that is a fact. Good job, (laughs) Janet. Good job. And it's based out of Germany. It is. A lot of Deutsching you were talking about. Deutsch, yep. What? Deutsch is German? Yeah, it is. I don't ask me what it means. I don't remember. I think it means German, doesn't it? I don't know. Sprechen Sie Deutsch. That means you speak German. Oh, okay. Yeah. I took German in high school and college, but that's about my extent. Yeah, my husband's probably listening to this going, really, Amber? Like, when the last podcast, when I was having trouble with geography, he's like, seriously? I'm like, what do you want from me? There's a lot of pressure when you're recording a podcast. Things that typically would come easily. Like, I listen to podcasts, and it happens to the best of them. Yeah. They'll be like, oh, you be it. And I'm sitting there going, you know, answer, answer. I'm answering them. Yeah. And they, you know, you're just, it's under, you're under a lot of pressure. You are. <laughs> That's challenging. Nick, you should remember. 
right? Seriously. Do we want to go back to what happened during that podcast? So speaking of Nick, how is he doing? He's good. He's um, he's good. Everything is good. No anger issues. No, not recent. Well, there was the road rage incident the other day, which I was not thrilled about, and I also had to take it upon myself to remind him of an article that was posted yesterday about a road rage gone bad in Westminster, which is not far from our house, where the person Ooh. got shot. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You can't yeah. do that stuff. Yeah. Like, I'll, I'll, Steve makes fun of me because I'll be I'll cuss at people. Yeah. Like, but they can't hear me. Right. I'll be like, oh, sure, asshat. Get in front of me. That's fine. Right. Lots of room. Yeah. I do that stuff, too. I get mad, but I am not. A, riding the person's ass. No. B, flipping people off. No. C, glaring at them while driving past, revving my engine, and then almost hitting the person who's trying to change lanes because you're not paying attention. <laughs> and speeding in and out of traffic. Oh, my. Yeah. Defensive so. driving, Nick. Defensive driving, not offensive driving. Yeah, seriously. Not okay. This last weekend here in Denver, there was an event that we're going to talk about in just a moment. We were like two ships passing in the night. I know. I got to say, um, before we talk about the next topic, we're really hard on Nick. <laughs> he loves it. But if we, um, if people have been listening for a while, they know like when you first started, he was lawn boy. He was. Which could be very bad because <laughs> he's Hispanic. But he loved it. We've progressed from lawn boy to rage boy, I yes. think. Yeah. Um, we love Nick. Yeah. We do. Amber really loves Nick. I, I do. just, you know, go Amber's husband. <laughs> so this, this last weekend here in Denver, um, was this your first time attending? Yeah. Okay. It was my first time attending too, but I was, um, it was the Great American Beer Festival mm-hmm. here in Denver, which is I did not realize how big of a thing this was. Gosh. There are beers from all over the United States. Yeah. It was huge. Massive. I went as a a DD because I am not a beer fan. Right. And when I found out how much tickets were, I was like, (laughs) why would I pay $75? I don't even like beer. Oh, you're lucky you only (laughs) paid $75. Oh, I bought it from someone that actually, that's what they paid. Oh. And... So thankfully, I was, thank goodness for an honest Craigslister. They still exist. I was able to find a DD ticket. Um, but before we talk about it, like I get out of Great American Beer Fest. I open Facebook and I, I see your pictures and I was like, oh, did we, did I just not connect with Amber? There were so many people and so, and I was like, oh my gosh. So I text you without even realizing that you had gone Friday night and yeah. we went Saturday <laughs> at noon and I was just like, oh, my gosh, I'm such a B-word because we had talked about it. And then I just got overwhelmed because that was intense. Oh, it was. They yeah. give you a little glass thing. Mm-hmm. And if you if you drop that, you can yeah. get a plastic replacer. Or if you just hide that, you can get a plastic replacer. Oh, see, when we got there, we didn't even get the glass ones. We only got plastic. But you went on Friday. I know. We only got plastic. That's crazy. That's okay. Yeah. The glass ones weren't. Super amazing. They just said beer on them. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. And every time anybody dropped it, you had to go, oh. Yeah. But that, was probably that really doesn't loud. really matter when it's a plastic. It doesn't matter. We did it anyways. Oh. Because like did with it. the glass ones, you'd be sitting there and pew. Yeah. Oh. And at, so ours was from noon to four. 
at 402 we're walking out and we hear one break and it's like oh you were so close to not breaking yours yeah that's sad what was your favorite beer because there were so many different kinds. There were so many good ones. It was interesting because I actually liked a lot of the dark beers, like stouts and porters, which are not normally my thing. Well, the stouts were the ones with the most interesting flavors, I feel. Yes. Yeah. Because I wasn't drinking, but I I would be like, let me smell that. And the stouts were the ones that actually smelled like something other than beer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because there was a chocolate one that I'm not a huge chocolate person, but this beer was really good. Oh, my gosh. There was an oatmeal raisin beer. I Yes. One of my friends tried it. It tasted like oatmeal raisin cookie. It oh. was, I don't even like oatmeal raisin cookies, but that beer was amazing. What kind it of tasted, beer was it? I think it was a, I think it was a porter or okay. a stout or something like that. I can't quite Do you remember. remember. where it was from? No. I See, that's the problem. I don't remember anything. <laughs> like how Well, they I have s- the app. You can mark things. Oh, no one told me that. That's, I'm oh. going to go ahead and blame Nick for that. I downloaded the app because I thought it would help me, but it, I didn't use it, but my beer drinking yeah. friends I'm going to blame did. Nick or Gabby because <sighs> I feel like one of them should have told me. Because there was a beer that Gabby had. I didn't get one, but I t- tried a taste of hers, and it was a dark beer, mm-hmm. but it was really smooth. It was smooth and light, almost like a wheat beer, Okay, and that was really good, too. I was amazed, as a non-beer drinker, at how many different flavors they could have. There was a... Oh, a champagne velvet beer. Yeah. And I smelled it, and it just smelled amazing. And the girls with me thought it, it tasted amazing. I was I was amazed. Like, I'm kind of glad I didn't because I don't drink beer. When I do drink beer, it kind of gets to me faster. Sure. I would have walked out of that place smashed. Oh, yeah. Because I'd be like, oatmeal cookie, chocolate chip cookie dough. I'm making that mm-hmm. up. Um, all the different flavors. <laughs> Cinnamon stick. Um, there was a... A French vanilla latte one that smelled like breakfast. I was like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, see, there were so many that we didn't get to try. And, I mean, we were there on Friday night for four hours, too. I mean, three, four hours. Yeah, you have to, like, keep it pacing. Like, we're like, go, 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 go. And poor Beverly. (laughs) Did you watch the vlog? I didn't watch the vlog. Okay. So, Beverly, she is a flamboyant person, very, like, energetic when she's sober. And that's something I, I kind of documented in the vlog. I was like, this is Beverly, still no drinks, still... And she's just like, ah! Um, but you... <laughs> whew, and she's, a, she's like, a, a miniature person. She's not she a... Is. She's a tiny woman. Yeah. She's just a petite... What did she say? Fun size. <laughs> And her husband was like, Janet, I blame you for this. Because we would, like, gauge her. It would be like, Bev's at a level two. (laughs) And eight was the topper. And at the end, she was like, Janet, I've topped out at eight. And her husband's like, Janet, I blame you in this vlogging. (laughs) I feel like you have endorsed this behavior. Um, But she was so cute. And it was so much fun. But then I came home, got Steve, and went to go meet them for dinner. They were all so exhausted. (laughs) I was like, oh, I can finally drink Prosecco, please. (laughs) And they're like, water. Yeah. And it was a nice dinner. What did you, so how did you, how did you do with the beer? Did you, did you get drunk? Um, yeah, I was definitely drunk. It wasn't, I wasn't wasted, but I was drunk. I mean, there were, when I woke up in the morning, I was like, how did we get home? Uh Uh-oh. How did I? What happened? But I then I slowly started coming back to me, and I slowly mm-hmm. started remembering. But yeah, I definitely 
had some drinks and I was like drunk. it's kind of impossible to go through yeah. all of those because there's hundreds of beers mm-hmm. hundreds yeah and I was even good about like dumping the ones that I didn't like because the people the that key. I was with they still drank it if they didn't like it, and I was like oh no and I dumped right? it <laughs> it's kind of like at the mac and cheese festival we've learned that you taste it if you don't like it throw it away or yeah. you're gonna be full after four and there's like ten exactly yeah this is like multiply. Oh my gosh! I was a DD, so I had my own DD lounge. Oh, very nice. Yeah, that I could go in. They had coloring books. They had oh. food. They had root beer. <laughs> <laughs> I did see your picture of root beer. Yes, um, they, I got a free hat from 2016. Oh, Great American Beer Festival hat. Nice. Yeah, it was. It was nice. I I wouldn't have to do it again. See, I would want to do it again. Because you're a beer drinker. Because I'm a beer, and I'm a snob beer drinker. Mm. So I like stuff like this because I liked the craft beer. I like microbrews. I like being able to taste a bunch of things, but I would have to do the app next time. So that way I could actually keep track of what I was doing if I could manage it. It's pretty easy. You check what you've drank, and that'll help you go back afterwards. My question is, is like we expressed, there was barely any reception. So True. what happens if I can't get into the app? Then there's basically oh. no point in the app. Yeah, see, the app, it looked like it was working okay with everyone. I okay. don't know. Yeah, I couldn't. I was trying to text Steve. I was trying to, like, send him pictures, and nothing was going through. Yeah. And that's another thing that freaked me out. I was like, did Amber try and text me? And it didn't come through? Oh, I'm such a witch. No, I would never think that. <laughs> Even if we were both there at the same time, I still wouldn't have thought that. Oh, my gosh. There were a lot of people. Oh, my gosh, yeah. They said last year about 60,000 people attended. I would love to see the numbers for this year. Yeah, it was insane. Insane. And it's good that they only give you four hours. Yeah. But if you're thinking about going and you haven't gone, don't go Saturday afternoon. Because, like, we were done at four on Saturday, and there were so many beers that were, what they call it, when they're out I don't remember what they called it. Was it like killed or something like that. Yeah. But that's not it. Um, and so I walked up to one of the guys. I was like, so is this, you're out for this session and you're going to have more for the evening session? And he's like, no, we're done. Yeah. Well, and there was even some on Friday night that were out. That's insane. That's there was a not good planning. Champagne something. Ooh. Um, I can't remember what it was called, but it had emptied and I yelled at the guy. And then they just got me just a barely a little bit in there because I was like, I wanted to try this stupid pink beer. And now you're telling me you're out and it's like eight o'clock. This is unacceptable. You should volunteer. Try and volunteer because volunteers get to drink and you get a free ticket for the next year. Oh, that would be worth it because we paid over $100 for our ticket. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. So I'm so sorry. I should have. I thought you already had tickets when we talked about this. We did. We still paid over $100 for them. Oh, because, like, Beverly had an extra ticket because I was like, I really don't want to pay the $70 for a non-beer drinker. So if you could find anyone and then I'll look for a DD. Well, her husband found a DD for me. He's the one that found the Craigslist dad. God bless Bill. Um, (laughs) But they ended up selling it to Riley's boss. Oh, okay. Which... Would be awkward, a 21-year-old having their boss at their first beer festival. Maybe. She was kind of like, eh, it was okay. She's a whiskey drinker. She's oh. not a beer fan, so. Yeah, I'm a beer snob. 
That that's that is right up your alley. I know. Did you have a pretzel necklace? We did. Gabby made um, amazing pretzel necklaces. They had pretzels, Slim Jims, and that's Twix candy bars. Oh, so you oh, got your salty, your sweet, mm-hmm. and your savory. Yes, but people were crazy with their necklaces. There was a guy on Friday night that um, I didn't see it, but Gabby did. That had cheese whiz hanging from his um, That's smart. necklace. People had bags of chips. Mm-hmm. Um, so we are shooting high for next year. Yes. I bet, yeah. I was thinking, because none of the people I went with made necklaces. Oh. Beverly got to the point where she was biting pretzels off of other people's necklaces. Oh, yeah. She would ask most of the time. Um, <laughs> but like I was like, this could be so much fun to have a gathering, get yeah. together, make our necklaces. I have all these great ideas, but then time does not. I know. I felt really bad because I told Gabby I would help her make the necklaces. And then I was back from Oktoberfest on the 2nd. Mm-hmm. And then I had to work on the 3rd, and I worked late that night. Mm-hmm. And then it was the 4th, and then I had plans on the 5th, and then it was the October or the Great American Beer Festival on Friday. So poor Gabby had to make them all by herself. Did she hate you? She probably does. That's why she she's just, not here today. Yeah. I think that's why. So we won't razz her too much. Yeah. Next time. I saw, you know those little um, things that we had as a kid with like the pretzel sticks and then you dip them in the cheese? Yes. I saw that on a necklace. Ooh. I saw Cracker Jacks. Those would be good. I'm so hungry. I know. Me too. All right. We're <laughs> going to take a break. And when we get back, we're going to talk about some entertainment news Woo-hoo. on the fly. So on Two Girls and a Bottle of Wine, back in the day, like old school, I don't know. We may have done this when you started. We used to do Hollywood happenings. I think that we did that. Yeah. And um, so I don't know, maybe lack of show prep, but I thought it would be a good idea to look and see what's going on in Hollywood outside of um, the gentleman named Weinstein. Yeah. That's, I don't want to. Yeah, me neither. I don't want to either. Um, it looks like the iHeartRadio's Jingle Ball tour lineup was announced. Huh. It looks to be pretty impressive. Yeah, I only see the two names, the Taylor Swift and the Ed name that I got in trouble for saying wrong last time. Ed Sheeran, right? Yep. It, how did you say it last time? I don't know. I think I said Sheehan. <laughs> and you were like, no. I didn't get you in trouble. You didn't. You oh, didn't. I was but like, you said I that if, never... That any Ed fans would be extremely upset and that Beverly would probably say something to you about it. She didn't. I don't. Maybe she's been busy at work. So we got Taylor Swift, Ed Sheeran, the Chainsmokers, Sam Smith, Demi Lovato, Logic, Niall Horan, Charlie Puth, and Liam Payne. Okay. Well, I knew some of those. (laughs) Wow. It's I think it's just a one time concert. It's in LA and and oh, maybe twice in Madison Square Garden. I don't know anything about this. I don't remember ever hearing about this. I don't either. I've heard of iHeartRadio concerts and or like festivals or whatever they are, but I don't think I've ever heard of the Jingle Ball. Yeah, so it's the iHeartRadio Jingle Ball tour. It's become a staple, I guess. Uh, the holiday season, and it's one of the year's most anticipated events with performances from today's most influential artists. And yet, not many people know about it. And there aren't any country acts in there. Right? Oh, here they are. They're going to be in Dallas, San Francisco, L.A., Minneapolis, Philadelphia, New York, Boston, Washington, D.C., Chicago, Atlanta, Tampa Bay, and Miami. Hmm. Missing Denver. Right? Whatever. Also, did you notice that one of those names didn't even have, like, a little, like, thing that you could click on? Like, some of their names were bolded in blue because you could kick up, 
Click on them? Yeah. One of the names One didn't of the even have that. names. So how so big clearly, are they? Right? They how can't big be are that they? cool. I do see Nick Jonas is attending at one of them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That wasn't in the main one. Mm-mm. I also thought I saw uh, Kelly Clarkson up above, but that was only for like one or two as well. So I guess, I don't know. And Zed, Fifth Harmony. I didn't even know Fifth Harmony was still a group. So There's four of them, right? In Fifth Harmony? Yes. One of them ditched oh, the group. Right. And yeah, so there's I'm... four of them. So it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Anyway. That's Let's talk about some fashion. I'm for excited fall, for this. It's uh, and this is all from E News. It's weird celebrity denim trends of 2017. I want to find out what shin slits are. That sounds very painful. Yeah. So let's let's see what's going on. Demi Lovato oh. is on the. I'm on sorry. The is she just wearing jeans on her arm? Isn't it a jacket that she just has down? God, I hope so. That's what it looks like a jacket, a jean jacket, a denim jacket that she has like it's like around her waist, but her arms are still How in. How is she it. walking in those shoes, by the way? You know, I see lots of celebrities in shoes like this and it makes no sense. Yeah. I could attempt it in like my mid to late twenties, but now I don't as a mid thirty year old, it's uh uh-uh. Yeah, no. I'm I'm flats or wedges. I do love a good wedge. Yes. So let's see. Wow. That's special. Rihanna. Rihanna is always like getting crazy up in the fashion world. So um, it also looks like her boots have camel toe. Oh yeah. At the I think I think they do. See? At the where the toes are. Yeah. This is weird. Yeah. And it looks like she has like I don't even know how to describe this. This is a podcast, so they can't see. How do you describe this? It's like a, a denim jacket. Imagine an evening gown that has slits all the way up to your uh, hoo-hoo. Hoo-hoo. And, but it's all jeans. So, like, or denim. Brittany and Justin did the denim look that one year at the VMAs. And yeah. That was, that was cute. This is not was also cute. like the 90s. True. True. And then you have... Um, who is this? This is... Alessandra Ambrosio. Well, she weighs five pounds, so my guess is she's a model. So she has like a panel of denim in the front. As, mm-hmm. This is a skirt. A panel of denim in the back, and they're long, so it could be, you know, modest. Oh, no. She has like strings of denim holding the two panels together, so you could see all of it. There's no underwear on that girl. Yeah, no. No, She is going sans underwear, isn't that? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Kinda. And I've never heard of her. Yeah, I've never heard of her either. Um, let's see. This next person is Victoria Justice. Okay, but I also don't her see... Her jean cuffs are about six inches. That's true. You don't see it as being something that's weird? No. I mean, they're a large cuff, but compared to the other crap we just saw, what that's It's like, like being five foot one, buying long pants. Yes. Like, measurement long, and then rolling them up six, six inches so you can show off your fancy shoes. Yeah. That nobody knows how you can wear anyways. Ah, Demi Lovato. This is Demi yes. Lovato, right? I think so. Yeah. So uh, it says, whether it was paired with a fancy dress or workout leggings and a tank, the off-the-shoulder shoulder denim jacket trend just okay. seemed about everywhere and on everyone, including Demi, Gigi, and Bella Hadid. I don't know who those are. I mean, models. I know who Demi is, but... Um, I think they're models. They, they were in the Taylor clan, weren't they? Oh, yeah, I think you're right. 
See, like, this one also, like, not that weird. I mean, her, the bottom of her jeans are partially cut off in the front on the bottom. Yeah, so, like, the front of the bottom of the jeans are cut off, like, an inch higher than the back of the bottom of the jeans. I mean, still odd, but it's not as weird as some of the other ones. Ooh. Oh, then you get to attractive. a Kardashian. Oh no, this is a a Jenner, Kendall Jenner. Um, it, she's wearing her sister's brand of jeans because they're Chloe. Chloe Kardashian came out with the Good American denim brand, so it's a it's a jort. Yeah, what I is don't, a jort? Is that that's, it's a very long short? Yes, it's jean shorts. Is a oh. jort? Oh, so it doesn't matter where they're cut. Yeah. This is Gigi Hadid. And I see I, these look fun. I think they're fine. What I'm more concerned about is her shoes cuz WTF. It's like she's wearing fancy slippers out and about. Yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> like I just don't get it. Do famous people and like models just think that they can like wear whatever they want and it looks good on I them? I feel like and we don't have to go through all of these, but I feel like as a famous person, like these styling people, these brands they're trying to, like, throw out some of their most craziest... Like, the runway is never practical clothing. Right. So this is, like, a step down from the runway, but a step up from what the you and I would wear to draw attention. Like, oh, she's wearing the Calvin Klein jean dress maxi skirt thing. I don't know. I'm making words up. Yeah. But it, it draws your attention. Yeah, I want attention drawn away from me as much as possible. That's why we're not celebrities. Yeah. This yeah. is true. So this is the the month of Halloween. It is. Do you have the plans for the Halloween outlined? No. So I think we might be going to Gabby's for Halloween. Mm-hmm. But... Does she have a party? I believe she might be. On Halloween or the weekend before? Um, The weekend before. That Saturday, I think. She told us about it on Friday night, so hopefully I'm remembering things right. But um, we're deciding, because I could be, I said something about being Tinkerbell. Uh-huh. And Nick was like, you should be Peter Pan, because now my hair is, like, growing in that direction. Because <laughs> I, I can no longer do the mohawk phase. Right. So we might do something like that, and he could be, like, Captain Hook. Oh, that would be cute. I could see him as Captain Hook. Yep. Otherwise, I also have a onesie from last year, a tiger onesie, and I really like that because it's comfortable. Comfortable. I have a cat onesie that Steve got me this year. Yeah. And the kids um, that we are spending Halloween with, they were talking about, you know, oh, Janet, you should do this. Janet, you should be a lemon. That was the third. <laughs> that was the three-year-old. I was like, a four-year-old. And I'm just like, a lemon? Really? Why don't I be a cat? Mm, yeah. I could be Ray Ray, because that's what she calls Rain. And I don't know. Yeah, don't be a lemon. I know. I was like, uh, how do you be a lemon? Yeah, I don't like Just know. wear all yellow? I don't even have all yellow. Yeah. Don't do that. <laughs> Amber says no. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'll probably do the onesie. Because trick-or-treating can be very cold. Yes. You have to true. be prepared. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think we'll be trick-or-treating, but... No, why not? Um, because we're going to a party. But couldn't you do it on the way? Meh. We're, we're too old. Stop it. You are not. Age is a state of mind. Steve's going to have a birthday this week. Oh, that's exciting. Thursday. And he is like the most immature human I know. <laughs> Love him. He keeps me young. And he's so much older than me. 
That's true. Nick acts like he's five. So that's how men are. That's why we keep them around. They make us (sighs) chill rather than turning into grandmas. See, I feel like Nick just gives me another reason not to have kids (sighs) because I have to take care of him. Very true. (sighs) (laughs) I love him. What are your tips to being married to a five year old? That sounds wrong. <laughs> <laughs> always plan ahead and be aware of your surroundings. Because you always have to, like, watch. Like, Nick puts his drink on the edge of the table, so you got to move it. Or yesterday I made sandwiches for him. Uh-huh. And I had to think about the fact that I was putting the sandwiches in a large Ziploc bag. Now, in the mornings, he likes to lollygag and cannot get out of bed. Lollygag. That's not a word you hear all the time. <laughs> oh, Sorry. I got distracted. <laughs> he just hangs out in the bed, and he's like, I don't want to get up. So he's going to be rushing. So <laughs> I have to think about the fact that in, when he grabs the bag from the fridge, the Ziploc bag, he'll lift it up, and it's going to unroll, and the sandwich is going to come apart, and he's going to be mad. So what I did is I rolled it up, and I put it inside a little lunch bag and put it in there so that way he could just grab that and go. And he thought I was crazy, and then I explained the situation. He was like, yeah, I would be mad. Uh-huh. I was like, yeah. I know. It's tough. You got to think about all these things and you got to like have patience while you're trying to teach them manners. Like maybe we don't chew our food with our mouth open. <laughs> you have to. Oh my. Yeah. Not all the time, but a lot of the times. Maybe we don't shovel our food in like it's our first day in prison and you're afraid that no one is going to feed you again. Oh my gosh. I'm just saying. Um, so this time of year, it's all about the scents for me. I love the Bath and Body Works candles. Yes. And um, I read this story from Baltimore, Maryland. <laughs> it's, so it's in the U.S. So a pumpkin spice air freshener prompted Baltimore schools to eva- or a Baltimore school to evacuate. What? So firefighters and a hazardous materials response team were called to the school in Baltimore, Maryland, to deal with the stench. Five people were taken to the hospital and an entire school evacuated after reports of an unusual smell, which turned out to be a very strong air freshener. A hazardous materials response team was called to the school after two students and three adults were taken to the hospital with upset stomachs. Oh, my goodness. Several people also reported difficulty breathing. That's insane yeah that is crazy but you know there are a lot of people that are very sensitive to scents and in my last company that i worked for we had to be very mindful of that we weren't allowed to wear body spray or like even hairspray needed to have like no smell you work in a hospital i bet that's like status quo right yeah i still wear perfume and so does everybody else there are some women that wear those really like heavy floral scents Mm -hmm. that I am not a huge fan of. There's something that, like, women over the age of, like, 75 use. Uh. It's just very flowery. And, like, you get in an elevator and you know. I know exactly which woman was in that elevator every time. She doesn't even have to be in there. I just know. But did you call the hazmat team? No, I did not. I just sucked it up and grew a pair. And that's what uh, my new company, my new team, they're amazing. Like, we're bringing in Bath and Body Works, like, the concentrated sense because someone keeps blowing up the bathroom. Like, they come from another team into our team's bathroom, and then they leave their mark. There's got to be, like, some, like, rules when it comes to... you got to get the, um, the poop spray. We got some this week. 
Which, which Poopery? Yes. Yeah. There's also a unicorn one, and I kind of want to get the unicorn one and see Where if Where do you get the unicorn one? I can't remember. I've seen the ad on Facebook. It's like unicorn, not poop. It's unicorn something. V, no, they used to have VI poo, which was from something too, but I haven't seen that in a really long time. So when I Google unicorn poop spray, unicorn poop spray comes up on Amazon. Let's see what this looks like. <laughs> it's called unicorn gold. I think that's it. It's from Squatty Potty. Yes. Yeah. That's it. Very cool. Slay your poo stink with the golden fart of a mystic unicorn. Uh, and then there's a glitter and gold cotton candy flavored one. I know. Probably not flavored. <laughs> Maybe cotton candy scented. I think it is. <laughs> it's been a long day. <laughs> Maybe I eat poopery for breakfast. <laughs> I'm all cotton candy, yummy. <laughs> it's amazing. The poopery was the original one, and what they've done. I oh, I gotta get the cotton candy one though. Have you ever used any of those? We have used the poopery at our house. It works. We have it in every bathroom in yeah. this house, just because we don't want to embarrass ourselves. No, things happen. Do you have issues at work? Yeah, they're definitely. We have tried to like put up signs, you know, flush. Flushing's a good idea. Right. I like also the people that like don't flush more than once. I mean, I know it's embarrassing for the toilet to flush more than once, but also it's embarrassing to walk out and have someone come in after you and there's a big poop stain in there. Agreed. And the smell. I mean, you might as well just walk out and be like, I would use another bathroom if I was Or put a post-it. Right. And then there's also a woman who... How do you know it's a woman? Uh, because I've watched her go in and oh. out. And we we have women and men's bathrooms. Mm-hmm. You, it doesn't matter. You can use them interchangeably, but a lot of people don't. Yeah, that's how we are. But the woman turns the sink, the faucet on, super high. It sounds like something is going to like invade <laughs> our ba- basement. And she leaves it on while she goes to the bathroom. And it's like, do you think that we don't know what you're doing in there? It actually is worse. Like if you're worried about sounds it's actually a bigger concern with the water being on (laughs) i'm just saying Ah. it's very annoying did you address it with her i did not because she's scary why is she scary she just looks like she could take me and i've heard her yelling at people on her cell phone before and i just don't want to deal with it agreed no one wants to be yelled at no i found this great article that we should totally talk (laughs) this will be our last our last topic before the end of the podcast so let's make it good because okay. i feel like that inter- is office bathroom etiquette Ooh, yeah so the first thing is ban bathroom buddies i don't ever feel like bathroom buddies are a good idea i've never yeah. been a bathroom buddy person no um so i'm a woman who treasures her alone time so i've never understood why women like to go to the bathroom in groups if you yeah. got an office mate who likes, who looks at a trip to the lavatory as a chance to chat, discourage her from the habit. Tell her you'd rather grab some coffee with her in the break room or offer to take a walk with her later. Yes. I have never had a bathroom buddy at the office. Have you? No. Never. Like, what if I did have to poo? Right. That's what I don't like. It's even, even when I'm at a bar or something and the girls are like, let's go to the bathroom. Well, what happens if I need to do more than just pee? Mm-hmm. What happens if there's noises? You know it's me. <laughs> right? It's awkward. It is. Yeah? Um, manage those no-boundary bosses. Now, I was a supervisor um, a few 
I don't know, a year or two ago. And I caught myself being neurotic and trying to find one of my employees. And I did look at the bathroom. Mm. But she wasn't there. (laughs) So it says um, it it can be tricky to tell your boss to literally piss off while you're using the restroom. If she's hot on your trail while you're beating um, a retreat to the ladies, consider turning to her and saying politely but firmly, um, I don't know what I just did. Oh, no. To buzz off. Go away. You know, (laughs) hey, can we catch up after... And, yeah, hopefully she'll respect you. Have you ever had a boss like that? No. That's good. Yeah, I don't think. No. I feel like that could be an HR issue. Right. I agree. It's weird. Okay, so here's the correct response. I really want to focus on what you're saying. Let me meet you back in your office in literally two minutes. I just need to tinkle. Yeah, what if that's not what you're doing? Well, you... Five minutes. I just need to tinkle. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Oh, goodness. My boss is a boy, though. So, I mean, there'd be bigger issues if he was in the bathroom. Yeah. If it's a boy boss, you just say, hey, I I need to use the restroom. And I bet he'll be like, game bye. Yeah. Unless. This is true. Yeah. All right. You want to talk about the next piece of bathroom etiquette? I feel like I'm running (laughs) the show here. This isn't the makeup counter. So a lipstick touch-up? Sure. A rogue contact lens? Hey, that's what the bathroom sink is for. But if you're schlepping your entire caboodles into the restroom, complete with makeup sponges, tweezers, and tiny brushes, then you need to simplify your midday beauty routine. See, this is why you should talk about these things, because I apparently can't read. (laughs) I'm really struggling. I don't. I have a really bad... I've been a big fan of the matte lipstick. Mm, yeah. Because it lasts like much longer than the other lipstick. I don't this is true. think to retouch. I don't even no, I don't. There have been times in the past where I've brought my makeup with me because I thought I was gonna retouch and then I forget that I have it. I forget that I was even gonna do it. I'm not I keep a compact in my purse and I keep some extra lipstick because like sure. today I did a workout class at lunch and then I had an inter- like an in person interview coming in at four. Um and I was like, oh, I need to powder up the nose. That makes sense. But I'm not bringing in like my eyeliner and my eyeshadow and all of that stuff. It just doesn't work. Mm -mm. However, when I did have an office in an area that did have like a bathroom where multiple people could come in, they had like a little basket that had stuff in it and there was deodorant and it had been used. Ew. Who would use that? I don't know. So, I mean, that kind of brings me to the next thing where it's like be communal. I don't want to be communal with deodorant. Um, by the way, yes. So be communal. What's that all about, Amber? So this is about, this I'm actually okay with, even though I was not okay with the communal deodorant. Because it's about sharing the space and making sure that you're not leaving it in a shitty restroom environment for your other coworkers. So replacing the damn roll of toilet paper. It's just common courtesy. If there's none to be had in the bathroom, alert the proper authorities. Same goes for soap, seat covers, and paper towels when they run out. This is a huge thing in our lab. It drives me nuts. People, like, the toilet paper will be out or, like, the paper towel's out, whatever it is. So we do have some janitorial staff that's supposed to come in and fill it. But if it's empty, we're supposed to call, like, a zip line. People will just leave a post-it note. This bathroom's out of toilet paper. Okay, so does somebody want to call? Uh I mean, we have an option, but no. 
Don't just leave it to the next person to discover. If you see something, say something. If you see something, say something. I like that saying. If you see something, say something. (laughs) All right. um, The next one is. Oh, God. What is happening? Redirect your range. The picture that accompanies this is. So this this topic is really real, and I'm really uncomfortable that I got stuck with it. But some women use the ladies' room as a place to vent their disgust with their workplace and themselves. They refuse to flush. They leave seat covers and toilet paper everywhere. They do not dispose of feminine hygiene products in the way that they should. Their life is a misery. Therefore, you must deal with it. If this is your, you, if this right. is your action that you take when you're frustrated at work first call a psychologist yeah stop it's passive aggressiveness and frankly a total coward's way of showing your anger and if you're that angry find another job yeah this is true it's Mm -hmm. gross careful with the crying yeah that's the next one oh it shows what looks like a drag queen (laughs) to be crying into the toilet paper roll um, let's see. First of all, if you're sad, your ladies' room is not the nicest place to comfort yourself, people. Just remember that. It's, it's cold, cold. It's lonely. And it reeks of Lysol, if you're lucky. You, ooh, your prolonged sniffling also creates a social dilemma for the person on the other side of the stall. Do you just ignore her, which is what I would do, and do your business? Or do you gird? Mm-hmm. What? I don't even know that. I've never heard that word. I don't word. know. Or do you gird yourself <laughs> and ask, are you okay in there? Yeah, that's not my option ever. If I'm in a ring, if I don't know who's in that other stall, I'm not talking to them. No. And this is a good alternative. If you feel like you're about to burst and you're outside. Yeah. Or as Travis Tritt used to say, find a quarter and call someone who cares. <laughs> Just saying. Just saying. <laughs> Um, dial it back. Let's stop pretending that we don't bring our phones into the bathroom. We do. (laughs) We've all been guilty of using the quiet time to catch up on personal email, Facebook, Twitter, and texts. We know phones are germy and hauling them into the bathroom doesn't improve the sanitary situation, but we do it anyway. But a quick check is one thing. A lengthy conversation on the toilet is another. I hate going into the bathroom and hearing someone talk on the phone. Yeah, it's obnoxious. So, like, it it disgusts me. Yeah, it's gross. And I'm gross. not a judgy human. Yeah, it's gross. Not okay. Don't do no, it. Stop don't. it. Mm-mm. Um, Why do they have blue lipstick? <laughs> it's art. Got it. So, keep gossiping to a minimum. Just like I'm about to do with these people who have blue lipstick on. <laughs> um, Stop judging, Amber. Stop. I think her eyebrows have been threaded. As Regan and I learned during Oktoberfest, we are not judgmental. We are just opinionated. Okay. Just FYI. Um, I was... These are like stories. <laughs> so... This is a story about when someone was in a bathroom stall and three women walked in bursting with gossip. So basically, this is talking about don't go into your local workplace bathroom and start gossiping you about everybody you work with. You never know who's going to be there. You never know. It's just not okay. Just never let your workplace frustrations pile up until you snap and yell. Second, Never, ever talk smack about a colleague in the bathroom because you just don't know who's going to be there. It's crazy. You, it, Duh. 
Don't do it, people. Don't. Ooh. So this is a good tip. Yeah. How to vomit politely. Yeah. There's no lady ladylike way to throw up. All you can do is keep the moans, prayers, and sobs to a minimum and flush very often. No one needs to be held captive to the smell of your undigested egg and cheese on a bagel. Ooh. Bet you're not going to have that for breakfast tomorrow. Yeah. And oh. last night's martinis. Yeah. Gross. Avoid eye contact. <laughs> Nobody poops roses and Chanel perfume. <laughs> no one's poop sounds like Beethoven's erotica. We're humans. We make sounds. Grow up. If the woman next to you needs to let loose, do her a solid and don't make eye contact with her <laughs> when she's at the sink washing her hands. So I don't typically, and this is probably TMI, I don't typically go the number two outside of the house, but when I do... I sit in the stall till everyone has cleared. Oh, I do the same I do not thing. even want to think. I'm like, crap, did I wear, like, unrecognizable shoes today? Should right? I lift them up? Yeah. Uh, ab workout at the toilet. Because I don't... Mm-mm. It yeah. happens. It does. Yes. Mm. All right. Finally. Finally. You're like, damn <laughs> it. Finally. <laughs> Jana got all the good ones, though. No, no, no. We share yeah. good. What happens in the bathroom stays in the bathroom. It's like Vegas. Did a coworker have explosive diarrhea? Did she sneeze and fart really loudly? Has she been barfing in the morning? A possible sign of morning sickness? These are the secrets of the bathroom and all must sign a covenant of silence and understanding. People's delicate and personal moments should never leave the sanctity of the tiled space. They call it a porcelain altar for a reason. Confession is confidential, and so shall be anything that happens in the workplace bathroom. I clearly am not a person who follows this rule. Why? Well, A, I told you about the woman who turns the water on really loudly. And B, when my old office used to be near a bathroom, uh-huh. there was a coworker that rushed in there. And I'm not even sure how she got her pants down that fast, but was making such awful noises in that bathroom that I could not look at her for like three or four months, and I told like five people. <gasps> Amber, ah, I couldn't help myself. You gotta feel bad now. I don't. <laughs> I have no conscience. What happens in the bathroom stays in the bathroom. That's gonna be the title of the podcast. Not when it is the bathroom that is outside and next to four offices. True. True. I it, always it, try and find the one that's furthest away from everyone. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I didn't get either, is everybody came to poop in that bathroom. You know that there are four of us. Why are you coming to this bathroom to poop? (laughs) There is a bathroom that is like our designated poop bathroom down in the basement. Have you no shame? Come on, people. Well, Amber, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Anytime. (laughs) I'll see you again soon. We're going to have our author (laughs) friend on. Yes, I'm excited. Yay! Everyone listening, thank you so much for listening. Share with your friends. And we'll see you again soon. Bye. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening. You found us once, but can you find us again? Make sure and check out our website at twogirlsandabottleofwine.com. You can listen to us on Podbean, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher. All of our links can be found on Tumblr and Blogspot. Thanks, and we'll see you again soon. 